Okay, folks, welcome to this week's uh, weekly property update. This is the 25th of uh, December to the 31st of December yesterday. This is looking at the week. We're going to look at the month as well. We're going to look at the whole year for 2022 as well. Give you a good indication. I am also going to tell you my predictions for 2023 and the reasons why these are my predictions in terms of property prices, the property market overall, and where we are actually going. Now, this is based on information and facts that I've taken from the right sources in order to come up with the right judgments and forecasts and extrapolations. Now, let's get started. Okay. Let me just share the screen with you and where we are in terms of the property market right now. So this is the last week it's passed. Um, I'll just click and see if I can get this to come off um, below um, somewhere. Hopefully, yeah, there you go, that's it away. Um, so this is last week, I mean, right across Fife, actually, uh, some agents actually managed to list 13, uh, 14 properties, as, um, and that was including us as well. Um, and also seven properties were actually sold last week. Um, it was actually quite a good week. Um, there is a couple of properties actually in there that actually we've got offers on, but unfortunately the solicitors are not open, so therefore we can't progress that forward until the solicitors open again. So there's a couple of properties obviously under offer which aren't in these figures as well. So that brings that up to a nine, which is nine versus 14, which is pretty good for the week. But let's look at the month overall. Um, here we are right here. So here's the month of December. Uh, now, overall in the month of December, you can see here straight away, um, Cooper area has actually done extremely well. 115% demand, um, so demand outstripping supply. East Nuke, 75%, 16 versus 12. That's no surprise because there's a lot of people in the East Nuke area, I know that particularly because they've obviously been dealing with ourselves, um, actually ready to sell now, but they've been taking quite a long time in order to do that. So now they've obviously decided, we've encouraged them to go now for the Boxing Day bounce, which I'm going to talk about as well and let you see that difference and what happened in the activity on the websites as well. So you understand again what the property market is like right now and not what you're being fed by the media. Uh, that's the key here. Uh, it's the information that you're given. Uh, St Andrews 14 versus 8, 57% demand. That's no surprise for St Andrews at this time of year. It, it kind of typically does that. It is the top end of the market as well in terms of price point over the whole, the whole of Fife. That's why it tends to be uh, lags behind the rest of them. Uh, lead mouth uh, 11 versus 19, 173%. It was 19 properties sold, 11 properties actually listed. Uh, demand is outstripping supply. Where have you heard that before? Dunfermline is similar, 112%. Um, 110 listed, 123 sold. Demand is outstripping supply. Now, the one thing I should uh, explain to you in Dunfermline, Glenrothes and Kirkcaldy, uh, there's been a lot of new build actually listed in this instructed bit here. And now I talked about it last week. So the Dunfermline 110, if you strip out the new build, because the difference here is the new build actually um, is not included in the 123 when it gets sold, because that's just what Persimmon, Bellway and Taylor Wimpey do. They actually just list it on right move, but they don't actually put it as sold. So it kind of skews the figures. So um, if I take them out, actually the Dunfermline number is down to 95, bringing it up to 129% of demand. Yeah, they go. Where have you heard that story before? Um, Glenrothes is a similar situation. There's 38 there, but 13 of them was actually house builders, new house builders. So if you strip that out, that comes down to 25, and it's 72% demand. 
Now, Glenorth has actually been doing quite well the whole year, and we'll see where we are with that in a minute in the year the year itself of 2022. Kirkcaldy, 64. Um, there's eight to come out of there, so there's 56. And 56 versus 59 is actually 105%. Overall, 266 versus 254, including the new builds. But if we strip that out, it's actually 230 versus 254. 110%. December, there was more houses sold than there was listed excluding the new builds. More houses sold in December than there was listed, excluding the new build properties. Okay, let's pop on to the year to date and look at this. Now, this is the year, this is the whole, for the whole of the year of 2022. So, what does this tell us? Tell us is first of all, there's 6,640 properties sold and actually listed in the year of 2022. There's 5,230 properties actually sold, um, subject to concluded missives, according to Rightmove. Now, there's a percentage there which actually in that 6640 actually includes new build again. There's about 377 properties, or then about, about 400 properties overall in terms of that number in that figure here. Um, so if you actually strip that out, it comes down to round about 6-2 versus um, uh, 5-2, which is about a 1,000 more properties. Now, take out natural wastage of people that decide not to sell, which is round about 10%, which is about 600. And then that leaves you another 500 to add on to the 500 that was available at the start of the year. It gives you a 1,000 properties overall available for sale in Fife. It makes absolute sense. So um, the, the reasoning and the reckoning out there tells me straight away that the market is very stable right now in terms of the economics, in terms of housing supply, housing demand as well. That shows us a good picture. Cooper, um, again, look at Cooper overall in a year. When you look at that, um, it's an 80% demand. Now, it was a huge boom the year before. So that kind of, there's an equilibrium. So it's actually leveling out now. Same with East Nuke, same with St. Andrews. Um, Leavenmouth, exactly the same as well, 91% um, supply and demand. Uh, Dunfermline, again, 81. Glenorth is 77 and 77. Now, the most of these 400 properties came out of Dunfermline, Glenorth and Kirkcaldy. So these figures, the 81, 77, 77, would actually move up slightly and this would move up as well if i actually took that out i'll do a quick calculation on my calculator and um, the 400 out of here for the new house builds that would bring that to 62 so 520 divided by 620 gives you about 84 uh, percent demand for property um, and that's fine that's actually quite normal in terms of the market so the word is stabilization and uh, and uh, uncertainty i would say uh, in terms of these numbers, in terms of where we are right now. Let me quickly look at some uh, uh, blogs in the week. Now, this is, uh, actually, we'll tell you what's coming to market um, uh, right now. Uh, I'll take that off the screen, and then we'll talk about numbers, and we'll talk about website activity in a minute. Um, I'll come back to website activity in a minute. We'll talk about um, a couple of articles. There's a couple of articles there, changing rooms. If you've decided your property has been sitting for a while, listen to the podcast, watch the show, uh, or read the article about changing the rooms, relaunching your Fife home for a new look in 2023. There's also five resolutions in there for uh, Fife landlords in 2023 um, to, to aim to get fitter, more intelligent, uh, less stress, um, and it's the perfect guide to landlords if you want to be a landlord in 2023. Um, often as well, um, 
seven New Year's resolutions for homeowners and five uh, they can stick to. I did as well uh, during the week. So again, that's another one you could actually um, plug into. I'll talk about the Wealth Creation Show in a minute tomorrow um, in terms of that. But we'll come back to website activity before I talk about um, my predictions for next this year, actually, in 2023 for the market. This is the website activity. This is our website activity. Now, this is the this is the month of December. See up there, and you can see up the top if you read that, 2nd of December to 31st of December. And that is the thick blue line there. It shows you for the whole of December where it was. Now, around about 20,000 people came on our website in that period. That 20,000 people divided by 31 days, roundabout or thereabouts, so 20,000 divided by 30, it comes down to about 670 people every single day came onto our website looking for property. That's pretty good considering there's only 20 people make a decision every single day to buy or sell property in Fife. So that's a good amount of activity. But more importantly, look at it compared to last year. It is not that much of a downturn in terms of the demand, in terms of the number of people coming onto the website. It's only about a 14% in terms of there. But quite interesting, I'll show you the graphs next about where that goes next. But you can see there, look, almost, there's the Boxing Day bounce right there. See that bit at the bottom there, the lowest point on the 25th, where everybody stopped looking, and then all of a sudden, boom, it starts to go up again. And then starts to get start to level off a bit on New Year's Day because it's coming down. This is New Year's Day, just coming in Hogmanay. Less people look, but there's still people looking on Hogmanay. See that? And it's similar to where the, the amount of people that were looking last year at this point in time as well. So it actually tells me there's still the same amount, if not just a wee bit less of property, of people looking for property in the Fife market. Let's look at the next numbers. Now, this is the two-week period in the run-up to the end of December. So the 18th of December versus the two weeks before. Look at that. So what's happened, it tells you straight away here that there's, in the two weeks, there's about 10,000 people looking for property. But see how that's gone up from the week before, the two weeks before. So there's the two weeks before the dotted line. And there's the two weeks running up to the end of the year. So you can see how the activity is going up. So now people are becoming more and more focused. At the beginning of December, they weren't focused that much. But now they're more and more focused for looking for houses. And this will continue into January, February, March, April and onwards. That's why if you're ready to go with your house, don't wait till the spring comes for your flowers or the summer comes. Because it could be a completely different market. Now is the time to go. It'll look exactly the same as everybody else's in the marketplace, and we can make sure it stands out by proper video footage. Talk-ups instead, instead of silent movies. Okay, so let's look at where everybody's coming from again. See, mobile phone, they're coming on, the majority of people, less on desktop, a wee bit more on tablet compared to the period before. And then again, it's the socials. Social media websites, everybody's plowing into, seeing them on there, see how that's jumped up from the period before, almost 100% jumped up in terms of the social media attraction. Organic searches are still working well. Direct searches, people going direct to the website. Um, it's slightly down, but you can see the socials give the game away straight away. This is why it's important to have an estate agent with a proper social media strategy. They know exactly what they're doing and how they're doing it, and they need to film like this in portrait, not like that in horizontal. That is not the way people engage with property now. It's that way. Nobody wants to turn their phone like that anymore. They just want to see a property like that. Also, for TikTok and Instagram, it's essential as well. 
and Twitter actually likes this format as well. And, and, and actually Facebook is becoming to like this format, especially for Reels, which is getting pushed out left, right and centre by Facebook. And this is why you probably see the cameras there, all the cameras. This is an Ultra uh, uh, Galaxy 21 uh, Ultra Plus. Um, this is actually one of the best quality cameras and video footage on the market right now. And that's why I've got it. I've just upgraded to this camera because it's essential. The better quality of footage you have, the better sound quality you have on, on the social media platforms, the more you're pushed out organically to bigger and bigger audiences, the more your property is seen by other people than anyone else, than any other agents getting seen in their properties, especially reels. They're getting pushed out to thousands and thousands of people. I'm getting notifications all the time saying your reel's at 2,200 views now. And that's only within a short space of time. That is a huge, huge market to hit in terms of you getting your property in front of people. This is the most important thing. This was what will separate everybody in 2023. This is what will separate the good estate agents from the not so good estate agents. They have a proper social media strategy and retargeting policy in terms of how to get your advert back in front of the right people to get it to move forward, to get some traction, to get some offers, viewings, qualifications, people inquiring over the line. Okay, let's pop back to these numbers again. We'll quickly recap and then we'll look at an, uh, another number. Um, that's it for now. Okay, that's that one for now. I've gone through these right numbers right now. Uh, let me just cover the properties we've got coming to market, and then I'm going to give you a roundup in terms of where we are right now. Okay, uh, what we've got coming to market, uh, Nethergate North and Crail. Nethergate North and Crail, this is a cracker. This is a seven-bedroom semi-detached house that's currently run as a and b a commercial property. It is, uh, now, I have been speaking to the owner, and they say it makes a lot of money. So it's a golden opportunity, possibly for somebody that maybe wants to change their lifestyle. They want to get off the, the, the hamster wheel, away from the home-to-work routine, and actually and actually run a B&B in one of the most idyllic places in Fife. If not Scotland, actually, we'll come to God's country. You know, that's what it comes down to. Um, we don't realise that. It's right on our doorstep. But when everybody else looks at Fife, they go, wow. It's like, look at these beaches. Um, it's absolutely stunning to everyone else. Uh, so Nethergate North and Crail, seven-bedroom, semi-detached house. If you're interested in these ones, when I'm talking about it just now, uh, just message us direct and tell us the ones you're interested in. We will get your details. And when it when we get more details about these properties, when we put them together, we will tell you first before anyone else. This is what this is all about, registering with your estate agent. So you get to notification before anyone else. You get it even before pre-portal, and you possibly you'll get it way before the websites. Often, by the time you're going to websites, everybody else is in, in a position to do something, and then you've missed out on your dream home. That's the one thing you do not want to do. Don't sit and wait for it to happen. Make it happen. Some people just wonder what the heck happened. Okay, Schooney Crescent and Leaven. We've seen this one uh, come on recently. Perry, um, a couple of days ago, did a pre-portal on that. That was a three-bedroom, semi-detached house. Absolutely beautiful inside. Uh, that's got a lot of interest. And there's people registering right now and telling every, telling us about their details, what position they're in. They are way ahead of you if you've not inquired about this property and you love it and you're going to inquire when we open. <laughs> we're open right now, by the way. And we're still on the phones. We're still on things like uh, social media. We're still on Messenger. We're on all these platforms still. We're still contactable. It doesn't need to be an office open to get in touch with us. 
Station Road in St. Monans, three-bedroom ground floor apartment. You saw me do that pre-portal uh, recently. Beautiful wee apartment, ground floor, ideal for somebody that just wants the ground floor and they don't manage the stairs very well. It is great inside. Dining kitchen, uh, beautiful uh, um, um, log burner in there as well. Keep you nice and cosy. And it's just around the corner from Fife Coastal Park, Harbour and Beach. Um, so that Station Road in St. Monans, three-bedroom ground floor apartment is coming on. Black Side House in Leaving. Keep talking about that one, but it's it's nearly ready. They're just finishing off a few bits of work, uh, and it's a six-bedroom detached house. Main Street East Weems, two-bedroom ground floor apartment. Uh, Promise Park in Achtermachte, three-bedroom semi-detached bungalow uh, will be coming on. East 4th Street in Dyke, four-bedroom townhouse has had a pre-portal done, and that will be ready to come on the website soon. But again, if you're interested in these ones, you need to contact us now so you can get in there before anyone else. That's the most important things. Let me quickly talk about Wealth Creation Show, and then I'll talk about my predictions for next year. Wealth Creation Show tomorrow, uh, episode 52, a whole year's worth of Wealth Creation Shows, teaching you how to develop wealth and how to make more wealth in your life for 2022, and you can use it for 2023. It is timeless content. It's teaching you everything you need to know about how to develop and how to make a better situation in yourself and how to get more wealth in your life. Hands up who would want that for 2023. Okay, um, so the Wealth Creation Show is on tomorrow. Richard and I will be going on. I'll be talking about my, my almost my final part of my journey up to my first point of uh, when I retired at 38 year old. Um, and, uh, and then I'll be talking about how that happened. I'll also be talking about some of the properties and the lessons I've learned of each property that I bought um, and uh, the returns I've made out of each property I bought as well. It actually gives you a really good insight into the into medium and long-term thinking and why you should be thinking like that in terms of your investment strategy and your wealth creation. Um, so hence the reason why it's called the Wealth Creation Show. So I'm going to talk about that tomorrow. Predictions for 2023. Let's talk about them. Okay, so I was asked to write an article for a local paper. Um, and I actually wrote quite a bit. They're not going to show it all. They're, they're not going to write it all. So I'll tell you what I'm thinking. So when we look at property prices for next year, we'll have to take into account inflation, which is clearly um, affects the property market. But there's two things that will reduce inflation. One is a recession and the other is an increase in interest rates. Uh, now, it's better to actually, um, for an economy, to have a mild recession and a slight increase in interest rates to say maybe 4.5% base rates uh, than one or the other extreme. That's key here. There's no doubt it's coming. But remember, unemployment is at its low level, lowest level almost on record. Um, it's something like 3.6%. Now, I was I actually looked back at some of my shows from last year and it was sitting at 7% um, or 6%. So it's it's dramatically down uh, in the last year unemployment. So um, it can give or take and it will still be full employment, even if it's at 6% in economic terms, because it usually is a case that if people do uh, lose their position, they usually just retrain and go into another job. There's a huge amount of jobs out there available, but there's hardly any people available to fill them. So if unemployment goes up from other jobs, therefore these people will just retrain and get the other jobs, the, the jobs available that are waiting to be filled. Um, so I don't 
seem to be too much concerned about that. I don't see anything foreseeable on the horizon which would give me any any concern, any cause for concern. But the media wants to play it in a different way. However, we do, if you are going to have a recession, because that's what they're talking about, you really need a mild recession and probably a slight increase in interest rates, base rates again as well, in order to curb the inflationary aspect. Now, why? Um, well, because if interest rates are used on their own, then base rates would probably have to be increased to about 7% or more, causing both the economy and the property market to stall, which in turn will create a longer and deeper recession. Therefore, even more unemployment and damage to the property market overall. So it's these two factors that will place negative pressure on house prices. Um, let's not forget that five house prices have increased by 31.3% since the pandemic, which started in March 2020. So there's a huge amount of equity built up in people's properties um, and homes to weather any decrease in property prices. And the huge issue of negative, negative equity, this huge issue everybody talks about negative equity, um, which was in the 2008. Now, I watched the margin call today, which was about the 2008 crash as well, did a bit more research on that and how everything collapsed. But this was the issue of negative equity and house prices that caused this, the mortgages and the mortgage market and how it affected that. But there's a huge amount of equity built up, the 31.3% since the beginning of the pandemic. So the issue of negative equity will be very unlikely. Therefore, the liquidity of the banks uh, with, will still allow them to continue to lend, which was another factor which influenced the, house, uh, the, the housing market and the prices um, for next year, what, uh, uh, for this year coming. So the, you know, the very fact that mortgage products will still continue to be available, if not actually interest rates less than what it was a bit last year, which is a bit bizarre because I've gone for commercial lending again and they're actually offering a better deal than they were offering me last year. And I'm like, but base, but base rates have gone up. And the bank said to me, but, but, but we've got certainty now. We're quite comfortable that we can forecast the future. Therefore, we can forward buy that from the money market. Therefore, we can hedge ourselves and protect ourselves. And, and therefore, we can pass on a lower base rate plus, um, plus whatever it is, um, interest rate, to you um, as, a, as a better deal, and even over a longer term, a five, instead of a five-year, it's a 10-year deal. So it just shows you that there's confidence in the banks as well, but where we are. You've got to remember as well, there's been a lot of stress testing since 2014. Now, it has been lifted the last couple of months. However, the stress testing was tested at about 6 or 7% for mortgages. Now, most people are actually still on fixed-rate deals. And there's still fixed rate deals out there getting done at five and six percent. So even the, even these deals are, are, are at fixed rate are actually under the stress tested level. And then when you go for that deal, you'll be locked in for the next five years. So you've got certainty in what you're doing. Again, we're coming back to saying it's it, it, therefore um, that the there's certainty in the market and for planning and prediction and for the future as well. So taking this all into consideration. Um, well, actually, just before I say that, just before I tell you what about taking that all into consideration, um, here's another one I think as well is, might, is quite important just to add on to this. Economists believe that the number of property transactions is a better measure of the health of the property market. It absolutely is. The property prices is not the health of the property market. It's the number of transactions that are getting done all the time. Remember the 6,500 properties sold last year or the 5,500 actually sold up to date 
the six and a half thousand listed, um, it's actually a better measure of the health of the property market. And because the higher amount moving, the better for the whole of the five property market. Whilst the same can't be said for house prices. So you got you got a whole lot of people moving. Therefore, they're going to when they first buy their house. What's the first thing we do? We start to change kitchens. We start to change bathrooms. We start to go down to B and Q. We start to buy you know home improvement stuff. We start to get paint and decorators, and we start to get carpets, and we start to buy furniture. So the more properties actually sold means that there's more money getting put into the local economy using contractors and shops, and, and that creates jobs, ultimately. So the less property is actually sold, there you go, the less money goes into the economy because there's less people actually spending money and investing money on buying new furniture and upgrades and improvements when they buy a house. So that's why it's important. It's the transactions that's the most important thing, not the property price. The property price maybe affects the negative, the loan to value, but we've also we've already covered that and saying that property prices have increased by thirty one point six percent over the last since the pandemic, March twenty twenty, which is coming up for twenty three, which is about three years ago. That's a good increase, um, and they'll come back to that in a minute. Why I mean, why I've talked about that again now. As I said, this is primarily due to people getting more homes, creating more jobs and buying and selling process, plus the home improvements market with the benefits of local businesses and the economy by creating jobs and prosperity for all. This is why we need to keep the housing market going. Okay, so my final thoughts on this. Several economic commentators are actually preaching, preaching doom and gloom here for 2023, yet we're not in the same position as the credit crunch and 2008 and 2009, the property market crashed then because the banks and the building societies stopped lending money. And there are two large differences this time round. The introduction of the stress test, and as I said before, this is a summation in 2014, to make sure that some buyers could afford, make sure buyers could afford the mortgage if it went up significantly. Second, the banks have a much higher cash reserves. The banks have a much higher cash reserves, which will ensure they continue to lend money so with mortgage rates falling back, most existing people getting access to better deals this year because banks are obtaining cheaper funding for sources combined with 17 out of 20 existing mortgages are on long-term fixed rates, roughly about 2.14% on average. So the housing market is in a far better position than it has ever been if we're going into any recession. Now, overall, in my summation then, taking this into consideration, just what I've said just now, I predict it will see a reduction between 5 and 10%. Now, most people are actually beating that drum as well. However, I still think, and I'm quite bullish about this, bullish means I'm quite optimistic. If you're, if you're bare, it means you're pessimistic about the market. You, you think it's going to go down. If you're bullish, you think it's going to go up. I'm quite bullish about the whole situation in terms of the property market, in terms of what everybody else thinks. And it's primarily because I think the property market will be around about the 5% level if there's any reduction. And the reason for that is because the average price in, in Fife is around about 175000 to buy a house. Now, equally, those houses on the market are way beyond that. Yes, okay, they will take a wee bit more time to sell, and I'll, and I'll agree that, but we've actually got two deals on houses at that price point already during Christmas and New Year. So that tells me it's still a good market out there. 
But I still think because of our affordability and the fact that 175,000 is the price of an average property in Fife and the average income in Fife is around about 30 to 31,000, it's only about 5.5 times the salary to buy a property. Now, in a really, really good market, it's round about six times in a really, really good market. And yet we're at 5.5 times, which is below that. So that still implies we're in an extremely good market in terms of the Fife market overall. I can't say the same about the UK market because it's round about the 250,000 mark, whereas the, the Scottish market is round about 196,000 in terms of the average price point. Again, they're round about six and a half or, or about six and a half times, which is, again, is, is pretty good in, in terms of weathering the storm or any storm that's going to come up. I've got to be careful about using that word storm because I don't really think it's going to be any storm. Um, again, I come back to saying I think it'll be a mild recession followed by some base rate increases. And, and that's where we'll be in terms of the five property market. I think it will hold up very, very well. And it will be the it will be the former side of the 5% rather than the latter side, which is the 10%. Some of the other areas outside Fife might see a 10% reduction. I don't think, though, uh, like Edinburgh, like London, or any of these big city areas, and which have huge price points and huge price rises. Um, but still, even if it dropped 10% at its very most, and we've risen 31% in the last three years, we're only really going back to last year's figures. We're going back to March 2022's figures in the house prices index if it drops 10%. See what I mean? So the loan to values will still be there because there's 20% more equity in there as than there was before, before the pandemic, the three years before that. So that's key here, how everybody's built on top of that. Um, so... Again, as I said, it'll effectively put us back to March 2022 prices, which doesn't give me a cause for concern in terms of the five property market, in terms of the overall housing market. Um, so I'm actually pretty bullish about the whole situation. And I think, I think, as I said, my predictions next year, it'll be between 5 and 10% uh, reduction in property prices. I don't think five will be hit as hard as the rest of Scotland. But then 10% isn't hard in terms of the increases actually just come over the last three years, which is 31%. It only puts us back to... We've, hey, we've actually increased by 20%. What happened in the um, credit crunch is the market dropped 20%. But even if we went back to a credit crunch situation, the market dropped 20%, we'd still be up 10% than where we were before the pandemic in terms of property prices. It's all relative anyway when you think about it, because even if you've got a large amount of equity in it and your property actually drops in price, then the other person's property you're going to buy in the locality will drop in price as well. So it's comparing apples with apples every single time. And, and and it wouldn't make any difference. So you're getting you're getting you're getting yours reduced, they're getting theirs reduced. Therefore, overall, it makes no impact on you at all in terms of the prices. It's only when you begin to exit the market and you take it out and take all the money out, that's the only difference it would make. So hopefully they've got the message across and that everybody understands that. But if you want more information on that, please feel free to message me direct and I'll explain a wee bit more on that if you like. Um, or if there's any questions on here, I'll elaborate on that later on um, if you like as well. Anyway, until next time, guys, Happy New Year. 2023 is going to be a fantastic year. And I'm Jim Parker for Five Properties TV.